0: By Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre recorded for broadcast at this time.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday. We're going to talk about the theology of evil. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. So glad to be hanging out with you today on WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Then, of course, on my social media, my Facebook page and my YouTube page, At Anderson Speaks, that's my handle there. So follow me there, okay? Follow me on my Instagram and uh, on all social uh, media platforms. And I got my fresh fade. Y'all can see it uh, if you're watching online. Got my fresh fade from Christopher's Barber Studio. They trimmed me up uh, on my face as well as uh, my head and my hairline. Y'all know anything about a hairline? Anyway, uh, if you're in the Elkridge or Columbia, Maryland area, check them out. And uh, the guy that cut me today, his name is Jay, and he hooked me up pretty good. So thank you, Jay. That's Christopher's Barber Make sure you check them out. Now, today we're talking about the theology of evil. Why does God allow it? And where does evil come from? Would you like to take a stab at that? Give me a call. 888-432-7434. That's 888 888- where does evil come from, and why does God allow it? I'd love to hear from you on the topic. We'll do some teaching around it, but I want to know from you uh, if you uh, have thought about this. uh, Is God evil? And if God's not evil, then uh, does he allow it? And if so, where does it come from? Who created it? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. It is Theological Thursday, so we're going to get a bit theological. All right, come on, let's pray together as we always do. Thank you, Jesus, for your light, for your love, and for who you are, Uh, God. Thank you so much that we can be your children and children of light, not children of darkness. Give us insight to love you even more after today's show, uh, if that were even possible. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. There you can email me, learn more about what we do, or you can go to gracismglobal.com to learn about our organization that deals with diversity, equity, and inclusion and leadership to try to help you and your organization deal with uh, bridge building topics. So we're there to serve you in that regard. If you want to call me today, you think about evil, you see it in the world, you, you, you've witnessed it so much. As a, as have I, and the longer you live, the more evil you see. Uh, back in September 11th in 2001, it was planes flying into uh, our our Twin Towers and, and the Pentagon and in the fields of Pennsylvania. And here it is some 21 years later, and domestic ter- terrorism is seemingly worse, killing even more people than the 3,000 souls lost in 9-11. And so now you get them in high schools, middle schools, elementary schools, Grocery stores, movie theaters, music festivals, the list goes on, not to mention churches and prayer meetings. And that's just one aspect of it. There's so many different aspects of of pain, suffering, darkness, and evil. Do you ever ask yourself the question, why, Lord? Why? Don't you have the ability to stop it? And you didn't. And then the pandemic, you're thinking, well, Lord, why would you allow this to happen? So, yes, I have some thoughts on it, but I want to know if you have any thoughts on it. I want to know if you, you know, where is the insights from my listeners, the questions from my listeners, the pain, the concerns, the theological acumen, uh, the word. Well, I want to put it all out there and host this conversation again. I could just do a whole teaching all the way for the whole hour, but I want to have a conversation with you. I want to hear what your thoughts are. Let's, Let's bounce this around, kick it around. Think about it. Where does evil come from? Why does God allow it? Do you want to jump in with me on it? Okay. My number 888 432 7434. And heavenly Father, we commit today's show over to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. Uh I might have to keep praying throughout the throughout this show today as we talk about this this topic of of evil. And I know that some of you have dealt with it. How do you deal with it by the way as a believer? How do you deal with evil? You know, the scripture is pretty clear on that, that we're not supposed to return insult for insult and uh, evil for evil. But really, we're supposed to uh, combat evil with good. seems like a tall, tall order, doesn't it? But that's really what God has called us to do. And so sometimes I think we want to fight evil uh, with the same kind of weapons that the world deals with these problems. But really, I think God wants us to deal with evil in a different way. And I want to hear from you on this topic. So let me give you the number one more time, and then I'm going to go to Bunker Hill, West Virginia. The number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Got it? 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off in Bunker Hill, West Virginia with William, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. William. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
4: I'm good. How are you doing?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking?
4: Uh, I was just thinking about—I um, know there are Scripture verses that talk about, you know, that all things come from God, both good and evil. But as you brought it up, something I've never thought of kind of hit me where—because I, I, I can't remember exactly where, where Paul talks about— he wouldn't have known sin if it wouldn't have been for the law, and right. so mm-hmm. I, th- I think that God knew when He created that evil would come because good was present. Uh huh. Because good was created, evil evil was always naturally going to be there because the evil is only what's contrary to what is good.
3: Uh huh. So you can't have good without having evil. Is that what I'm hearing?
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like but we don't know that we, bro- we don't know that we
3: broke a law until the law is there. Uh-huh. And so because of what Paul is talking about, let's say in Galatians, about the law, uh it's the law that tells us that we actually need uh need a savior because we break it in our flesh, right? That's correct. But uh is it true, is that supposition true that because you have good you have to have evil, couldn't we just have good?
4: I mean I don't think so because it's not the way our God is. He doesn't create robots.
3: Uh-huh. So you're you're really talking about free will and choice, aren't you?
4: I am. And I mean I don't I believe even the angels had the same the same free will that not in the same sense as us because they weren't physical beings, they're right. spiritual beings mm-hmm. and they're in the presence of God whereas we are, you know, under the heavens.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh but but yeah, it's the it's the same thing that they 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 have. I mean, any sin is just rebellion. It's just you know, it's just contrary to what God would want. So,
3: all right, that's well, you, what I would
4: call evil. I'm kind of con I'm kind of a contrasting evil with sin.
3: Now I understand. Well, thank you, William. He, William kicks it off from Bunker Hill. What do y'all think? Uh, he's he's Thanks, put buddy. put out some good stuff there. Evil comes because good is present. I like it. What about you? Call me eight 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 four three. Bridge.
5: Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. Been in your home for 15 plus years? You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be? Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy. Waterproof.
6: With Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show.
2: Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call
7: and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you um, very much, and it's good. It's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. You are very humble, and um, it just gives us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. You know, not married, it's okay. I love it. I
8: love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. um, So I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not
2: only does he impact um, local area, but his message is so
6: powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation is not just a phrase, it's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
1: Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Looks like I just missed Annette from Damascus, but I want to get to you. So give me a call at 888 888- four three bridge let's go to northern virginia today we're talking about the theology of evil i've got liza on the line from northern virginia how are you doing today miss liza
2: hey i'm doing well how are you
3: good did i say your name correctly
2: it's lisa but that's okay i get called all kinds of things (laughs) as long as it's clean i'm happy you know i want to call you
3: exactly what you want to be called so lisa it is
2: dr a and dr a okay there you go. So. So uh you know I I appreciate the talk today I appreciate the, the theological Thursdays and and I was uh, you know thinking about as I'm driving here in northern virginia traffic um <laughs> you know evil. where where did this thank you thank you where did the evil come from let's let's think about you know where where is that origin mm-hmm. and we know that that evil is equated to satan
9: mm-hmm.
2: uh equated to lucifer However, if you look at the origins of Lucifer, it says that his heart uh, was a tambourine and he had shofars and he blew the word. And every time God was creating something in the heavens and in the earth, it was, it was the announcement of that through music. And, and I think it's described really well. And I, there was a gentleman um, uh, online recently that described um, the origin of of what lucifer did what was his job Mm -hmm. description and it was the there was music he would blow the shofars every time something was created on the earth it was it was introduced through psalms through Mm -hmm. song Mm -hmm. and psalm chapter 8 describes it perfectly when he talks about lucifer thinking when man when this idea that God was going to create something in his own image. He was number two. Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute mm. you're creating something beyond me. So yeah. what did he do? He blew the He blew the trumpets, he blew the shofars, but he blew them. What is man that you were mindful of him? Hey, 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 how God, oh, how magnificent, how wonderful is your mm. name in all the earth he He starts Psalms eight with it and he ends so oh hey hey god oh how wonderful you are but wait a minute what is man that you're mindful of him that you you know you made him a little bit lower than me Uh, i'm supposed to be second so where did evil come from dr anderson i think i think that evil came from satan himself or lucifer Mm -hmm. himself Mm -hmm. seeing that man was going to be above him, and when it was time for him to sing the music, when it was time for him to sing the song, he said, I will rise above God. Mm. He sang his own song, and it confused a third of the angels, and they actually fell. So that's my thing. How did evil get in? We really don't know. Yeah, But when you start studying the scriptures, I think that that's what it
3: is. I like it a lot, Lisa. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing that. I'll even read uh, Ezekiel 28, which says, it was part of that origin you were just talking about, Lisa. It says, you were anointed as a garden guardian cherub, for so I ordained you. He's talking about Lucifer. You were on the holy mount of God. You walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways. From the day you were created till wickedness was found in you. So God is saying, I created you, but wickedness was found in you. Hmm, How'd that happen? Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. So I drove you in disgrace from the Mount of God. And I expelled you, O guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty. And you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth, and I made a spectacle of you before Kings. Goes on to say, uh, So I made a fire come out from you, and it consumed you, and I reduced you to ashes on the ground. You can find this in Ezekiel chapter 28. You can also go to Isaiah 61.3. And of course, I love what you brought up uh, regarding Psalm uh, 8. Oh, what is man? You know, and so when you, when you think about it, it comes from Satan or Lucifer, who then becomes Satan. But here's the question. If God created Lucifer and he found wickedness within Lucifer, evil within Lucifer, does that mean God actually created evil? Hmm. Or is evil created by us who have free will? So once Lucifer did become proud and did rebel, that was the genesis of evil because it wasn't God's choice. It was Satan's choice. So once he chose to do that, which was prideful, right? Then that was the genesis of evil. What do y'all think? All right, 888-432-7434. Jay is on the line from Rockville, Maryland. Let's go there. Hello, Mr. Jay. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you?
10: Hey, I'm doing great, Dr. Anderson. It's been it's been such a long time. Uh I don't I, I I think the last time I spoke to you was before COVID started.
3: How about that? And uh
10: wow. it's been a while, but hey, I wanted to I didn't really hear your question at first, but I wanted to bring something down to earth, you know, and share something with you. Sure, what are you thinking? Um yeah, you know, I completely understand about the evil and, and you know, all these things with Lucifer and all that. But, you know, one thing that I learned through, uh, my mom had a small deli in Washington. Mm-hmm. And it was, people always thought it was the toughest part of town, but now they have the Nationals baseball stadium there. Mm-hmm. But she had that business for 20 years. And i got to tell you, Kindness from a sincere kindness to others and sincere where you show respect to others and stuff. She never, ever had any issue mm-hmm. in a part of town that people always said it was the rough roughest part of town and all that. Matter of fact, you you had people... You know, because of all the respect and all the kindness that she showed, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like there's so many other food places to go, but people still came to, uh, to to my mom's location. And and oh. the thing was, and and the food food was good. I mean, it wasn't like to kill for, but it was good <laughs> food. But you know, but well, I, I try to figure out what was her success. Why would why did she have that success? And it's because of kindness. Mm. The kindness and the respect that you show to everybody. So I that? guess, but Dr. Anderson, I know I'm not answering your question about, you know, where where did the evil come from and all that. And mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody there is evil in this world, but if I think if you show respect and kindness to everybody else, then I think it, it diffuses most of it. I I don't know if I'm kind of speaking out of bounds on your on your theological Thursday, but. Now, I feel like that God brown. told me to share that today
3: with I, you. I'm glad you did. You know it says in First uh, Peter chapter two sixteen it says uh, sh- or seventeen show proper respect to everyone and love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God and honor the king. So there is this idea of of respect, and it says when they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges judges justly. So there is something uh, about this kindness that you're talking about and not retaliating. It says in chapter three of that book, and you're going to like this, Jay, it says, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing because this Amen. you were called. So I think, you know, your mom was someone is someone who, uh, who probably has responded even to some bad things, with blessing and with love and that kind of diffuses a lot of stuff. In fact, Proverbs 15, one says that a, uh, a kind word uh, turns away wrath, <laughs> you know? Yeah, a- absolutely. So I, praise you know, the Lord. You know, Dr. Yeah. Dr. one last thing. I
10: know you're busy, but you know, we it, it always says uh, the pastor, that church I go to is like, it's not like I'm well I just need to be, care about myself. You know, I just need to be successful and I'm the mm-hmm. one I, I can just do whatever. We need to share that share the blessing, man. And I think Amen. that's what you're doing and I really appreciate
3: that. Amen. Okay? God bless. You call me again sometime, okay, Jay? Okay. Thank bless you,
10: Dr. it. Have got a good it. day. Thank you. You too.
3: Blessings. Right. 888-43 bridge. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland and talk to Grace who's on the line. Hello Miss Grace it's dr. Anderson here. How are you
11: Hello dr Anderson and thank you You're and welcome. so i your um your topic has always been my my concern It's been for once I became an adult trying to figure out where how did boys was fever how what do we do with all this evil? And mm-hmm. as I read my scripture, I'm actually going through Genesis right now. And, and as we recall Genesis chapter 2, mm-hmm. it talks about God created the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yet we know that he didn't create evil. And mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, we're never going to be able to figure it out. But as the gentleman who earlier, mm-hmm. I think we can counteract evil that God has allowed it to be there. But it's how we're going to respond to evil, and and you know to counteract evil. That as he shared his mom showed kindness, and she had that covering mm-hmm. that we, as much as possible, with the help of the Lord, to see evil and not and not to um, respond in kind, but show God's tender mercies and His loving kindness mm-hmm. to, yeah. to creation. And when we respond in that way that it could diffuse it, it, could cause a person to become conscious of I just saw the contrast of what I did I, I need to do something about that um, what I did, that they look at themselves and say, oh this is not cool let's do, let's try to be like the person who I did that was so mean but right. didn't respond she didn't retaliate, just showed the love of Christ yes, and that you. if we can do that in you know, it could have, it could impact our community. That's
3: right. You're saying that uh, we may not be able to answer all the details about the origins of evil, but we surely have enough word to teach us about how to respond to it. That is a good word. Thank you, Miss Grace. Lord bless you. Okay. Thank you, Pastor. You
11: as well.
3: Okay. Bye bye. Now, when I get back from my commercial break, I'm going right to Bowie, Maryland, to talk to Mike. But I do have to run to a break, and I want to talk to you as well. My lines are open, 888-43-BRIDGE. And by the way, if you're dealing with some waterproofing issues, go ahead and call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. Let them handle that issue in your basement. Let them handle that issue on your roof. Uh, don't allow your best investment to go south because of water. That's bestbuywaterproofing.com. I'll be right back.
12: are you paying too much for term life insurance term busters a christian owned company can help there's a tremendous price war in the term life industry rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years for example a man age 45 non-smoker 1 million dollars of coverage 75 dollars per month level rate for 10 years or a man age 50 non-smoker can obtain 500,000 dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of 110 dollars level rate for 20 years that's right guaranteed level rate for 20 years if you're a we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800 558 9940. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800 558 9940. Remember, 800 558 9940. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non smoker underwriting. Exam required to qualify. That number for Term Busters, Christian owned and operated, is 800 558 9940.
5: You may have heard some talk about the ERC. That's the Employee Retention Credit. It's a federal program that provides small business up to $26,000 per W-2 employee in employee payroll tax refunds. One call to Careful Accounting at 800-315-8175 is all it takes to find out if you qualify for the Employee Retention Credit and possibly for quick funding with one of our accredited funding partners in as little as 72 hours. Our process has been thoroughly vetted by a team of experienced tax attorneys and CPAs, and our refund specialists will work tirelessly to get you every penny your business deserves. Plus, with our exclusive audit assistance guarantee, your business is protected. Call Careful Accounting now at 800-315-8175. See if you qualify for an ERC advance payment and get the cash your business needs to succeed. That's 800-315-8175. Your small business may qualify to receive up to $26,000 per W-2 employee in payroll tax refunds. Call 800-315-8175 now. Across The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this
2: time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. If you're just joining us We're talking about the theology of evil. Where did evil come from? Why does God allow it? What do you think? Where did evil come from? Why does God allow it? We've talked about uh, Lucifer becoming Satan, and we just uh, heard uh, Grace talk about the tree of the knowledge, good and evil. So that that tree of knowledge, good and evil was already there. And so, you know, what are we to do with that? Why did God create evil? Well, Ezekiel 28 says that he created the angel uh, Lucifer, but that he discovered wickedness within him. So that means that wickedness and that pride that uh, was the seed of the evil. Uh, did that happen once he made the decision to go with it? Uh, or could we say that God created evil? Well, you know, the apostle Paul says that uh, wherever, whenever I try to do good, evil is present with me in Romans chapter seven, uh, and so, you know, good and evil live close together now. And that, and this could be a little bit concerning to you, but it do, they do live close together. If you don't believe me, uh, look at the life of Job, who was talking before Job ever suffered, God and Satan. Uh, and so they were in the same space. Uh, and he says, have you considered my servant Job? So. This is a, a, a deep theological question that we're talking about. it. At the end of the day, it's true. How do we respond to evil re- regardless of where it comes from? But it's a good conversation to have, right? Almost like a classroom. Um, there are some alternative ways uh, people uh, might have, uh, you know, God run the world. Like, okay, okay, God, we, we don't, we want you to get rid of all the evil in the world. Have you ever said that? God, just get rid of all the evil. Here's the problem. If God were to get rid of all the evil today, we'd all be gone including you, because there's, there has been evil in you, right? There's still the flesh in you. So if God destroyed all evil, that would include all of us. There'd be no one left. So what we're asking for is God to end the world. Well, guess what? That day is coming. And when that day comes, all evil will be destroyed. And all those who are redeemed will live with God forever in eternity. And there'll never be any more presence of evil. So are you ready for that day right now? Because when that day comes, All are wiped away, including your loved ones who don't know the Lord, right? So this is why we want to speed up the day of Christ's return by evangelizing, by witnessing, by sharing the love and the light of Christ. I hope that's helpful to somebody. All right, if you want to call me, my lines are open at this number, 888-43-BRIDGE. As promised, I'm going to Bowie, Maryland now to talk to Mike, who's on the line. Hello, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
13: Hi, Dr. Anderson. Hi, I'm Dr. Anderson, How are you doing? I'm doing fine.
3: I am as well, sir. Thank you for calling. What are you thinking?
13: Yeah. Well, what I was thinking is that God is controlling it all, the good and the, the and the evil, because Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 39 says, "Now see now that I, even I am he, and there is no God beside me. I mm-hmm. kill mm-hmm. and I make alive. I mm-hmm. wound and I heal. Nor is there any who... That can deliver from my hand,
9: mm.
3: so
13: he's saying he's doing it all both he, both sides he's controlling
3: well, I do think that he is overall you know, and that you are right in that he is the one uh, that's either allowing it permitting it, maybe even uh like you said con- controlling it, and that's hard that's hard to swallow for some people, don't you think
13: yeah, I do but I'm saying but not that I, what I say is what the scripture says it says I am he. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. So he's saying he does it all. He's wounding and he's healing. Mm -hmm. He's killing and he's making alive. And he said, there's no God with me and neither is there any who can deliver out of his hand. So he's saying, I'm the one that's doing it all.
3: Well, here's the thing. When he does it, it's righteous. When we do it, it's not right correct you know what i'm saying and so he's not on trial if he does it it's righteous there's a reason for it there's a purpose for it it's not done out of malice it's done out of love and so he's the perfect righteous just judge it's the rest of us <laughs> you know well, it, that mess it up is
13: he given any room to say that is he it, 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 it seems like this is saying he's controlling killing and making alive he's controlling wounding and healing so we aren't really, do, you know, he, he, we might be doing it, but he's using us to do it. He's controlling all of it is what it sounds like to
3: me. Well, I don't think that that is true in every case, right? And so in Deuteronomy 32, it's not saying that he is doing all the killing in the world and all of the, uh, you know, murders in the world. You know, when I when I take up a gun and I shoot somebody, right, uh, that's my choice. Now, does he know I'm going to make that choice and could he stop it? Absolutely, no doubt about it. But what we don't want to to say is that God is the one that is actually uh, killing everybody uh, and and hurting everybody and avenging everybody when we actually have our own free will.
13: Well, I don't know. I mean, I know he when he he, he told uh, Saul go kill all the Amalekites, mm-hmm. all of them, men, women, children, and kill their animals. Right. He sort of told him to do it, you know. So it's not like you know we talk we talk this stuff all the time that God oh he just only loved and he just loved everybody and everything. Doesn't seem like the Bible says that because it said he said he, he he's controlling it all. He kills and he makes alive. Absol- he wounds yeah. and he heals.
3: Absolutely, Old Testament, no doubt about it. Thank God, there's more revelation in that. Oh, so you see, there's more revelation. So, oh, you're
13: saying that the, the you're saying he changed. He's he, he's a different God now same, in the New Testament.
3: Same God, same God as he, he was changed. yesterday, today, and forevermore. But it's not that he changed. It's that the story continued one chapter after the next. If that was the end of the book, you're right. Psalm 32 is not the end. Uh, I mean, uh, Deuteronomy 32 is not the end of the book. So if you don't keep reading, then you're stuck in a story that that hasn't finished yet. Therefore, you don't even get to the death, burial, resurrection of Christ. So you're not even saved if you stop there. So you can't just stop there and say, well, that's the God. That's it. That's all about him. We don't even do that for your life, Mike. Who you were and what you did 30 years ago may not be who you are and what you're doing today.
13: But I didn't say I don't change. God said he doesn't change. He He, says he doesn't change. I didn't, I didn't say. So I, you know, I'm in, I'm being controlled, you know, I'm in the, in the world, things happen. Mm -hmm.
3: God is in control. Right. So So he makes things happen. Right. But we don't know all of God. So to say that because God did something back then at that time with that Jewish law through those people. Right. And he does something different. Yeah. It was a Jewish law. It's the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. Mm-hmm.
13: but my point is he said he's saying what he did he said that i kill and i make a lie true. i wound and i heal but so if, if somebody gets true, wounded, true, true. but hang on, hang on he's saying he did it
3: but hang on okay go ahead. all of that is fulfilled oh, in, all Take of that question. is fulfilled in christ you got to keep the story going until the ultimate killing which is his son and christ who fulfilled all of that law so christ is the fulfillment well, no, he
13: fulfilled what was written of him he fulfilled what he says. He fulfilled uh, that which the things that were written about him, that he should come and suffer and die. He has so fulfilled. That's what he fulfilled. That says that in Acts.
3: But what did he accomplish he on the cross? Sin. What did he accomplish on the cross? He
13: fulfilled he, he, the salvation of the, uh, for people's sinners. He fulfilled what was prophesied about him in the Old Testament. He fulfilled all exactly. those things.
3: Which was the law and the prophets. All of, no, it's, all no, of, okay. no, the law of but, sacrifice. Hey, let me ask, you, let, me ask you this. let me ask you, you this. Let me ask you this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead. What is the number one greatest commandment and the number two greatest commandment?
13: Well, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Keep going. But to understand what that means, you got to go to, let me, let me at least finish to love that. So that commandment, you got to know what is the love of God, and in 1 John chapter five verse three, it says, "And this is the love of God that we keep His commandments, keep all of them." Okay, but that's Christ one. Christ also said, all of "I bring no new commandment." Hang on, as I hear, I judge. Yes. No, no, hang, on, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, I'm, Let, m- let will me will. mute you.
3: Let me mute you because you keep talking over me. Bye. listen to me now, listen to me now. Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. You gave me one. Of the commands. The second is like it. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and do what? Love your neighbor as yourself. He's the fulfillment of the Ten Commandments, he's the fulfillment of all of the law. So you can't say that he changed, he fulfilled, he grew, he matured, he brought to fruition in due season what he was trying to bring to the earth, which was the redemption of humankind. And so you you can't just say, love God and keep his commandments. That's only half of it. Jesus also said a new command I give to you. You said he doesn't give a new command. John 13, 34 and 35, a new command I give to you. Love one another as I have loved you. Love one another by this. Men will know that you are my disciples. A third time he says it. If you will love one another, love, love, love. Love. And so, uh, you know, it's not that God is changing, it's that God is unfolding the story and unwrapping the gift of eternal salvation because of the effect that evil has had and that death has on humankind and so there you have it you can't just rest in deuteronomy on one verse because i could give you 10 verses out of deuteronomy that if you rested on right now uh you'd want to jump off a bridge and so we thank god that he's the fulfillment of the law that's why we don't have to keep the law we keep his commands but that greatest command and the way we keep his commands is by loving him and loving people we'll be right back And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you.
6: Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know. Because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at Andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: real talk with dr david anderson you may want to pick up my new book on amazon.com less than 10 bucks uh may this book encourage you to be a better encourager of others and yourself Uh, the title of the book is be encouraged and the subtitle is how to encourage yourself and others in discouraging times so i hope it's a, a blessing to you and your friends okay we're talking about the theology of evil where did it come from and And why does God allow it? And our last caller was saying, you know, God controls all of that. I do believe that he's in control of all things, but it's because of human will and our decisions. When God does things, he does them perfectly uh, and righteously. When we do it, usually it's all mixed with our own, uh, you know, flesh. And unfortunately, one day, um, you know, we have to deal with the judgment of it all. And it'd be glorious for those of us who know the Lord. But it's also called the great and terrible day. It'll be terrible for those who don't know him. The scripture also says that um, every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So remember, all of this is what it, it culminates with Jesus. And that's the story that what he did on the cross by dying and rising again from the dead, he took the ultimate killing. Uh, Right. And so that's why we don't have the sacrifice of animals anymore, because he is the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So all justice uh, of killings were on him uh, and everything that you've ever done wrong was on him. So he paid for the penalty that goes with uh, every sin that you and I have ever committed, past, present and future. And every other generation before us all was weight weight on his shoulders spiritually emotionally and physically when he went to the cross. And so because the wages of sin is death, the other side of this is true. The gift of God is eternal life, according to Romans 6, 23. And as a result of that, when you receive Jesus Christ and the payment uh, of your sins that he paid in full on the cross, when you receive that, you are receiving the receipt that he's offering you of eternal life. And you can, by faith, take that as your own. But it's a decision uh, that you make. Uh, as a As a person who realizes, yes, I have evil inside of me, yes I've messed things up a lot, but I want to put my faith in God through Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, which was the ultimate killing wasn't it? But he rose again from the dead. praise the Lord all right uh, my number is eight 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 four three bridge. If you want to hop in really quickly, let me run over to Rockville, Maryland, and talk to will, who's on the line Hello will it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
7: Good. Thank you for taking my phone call, Doctor Anderson.
3: My pleasure, sir. What are you thinking?
7: Uh, well, um, the, I like the, the the topic today, which is uh, the origin of evil. I wanted to mention that uh, recently, I uh, uh, I was reading, actually, not reading uh, on 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 YouTube. Uh, I, I heard of a, a professor from uh, Princeton University saying that um, the morning star Mm -hmm. that is referred to in the Bible, Mm -hmm. she said that uh, the morning star is Lucifer Mm
9: -hmm.
7: uh, and the morning star is also Christ. So she said the following, the morning star that is found um, in uh, the Bible is actually Lucifer and Lucifer is the Uh, the person who was at the Garden of Eden and who illuminated the minds of Adam and Eve.
9: Mm
7: -hmm. And he's the the one that brings illumination to mankind. Mm -hmm. So I was shocked by this, Dr. Anderson, because we all know that the Morning Star, the bright and morning star, is actually our dear Lord Jesus Christ.
9: Mm -hmm. Mm
7: -hmm. And so I wanted your thoughts on that. You know, how can a Princeton university professor be talking about this you know and uh, that goes to show you how you know how wicked it is uh you know the, the what they are teaching in in universities
9: mm-hmm.
7: uh and so the bright morning star and uh you know it, it goes with uh your, your your theme today the subject the origin of evil uh, I wanted your thoughts on that, Dr. Anderson. Thank you.
3: Oh, uh, you're very welcome. I appreciate uh, the the question. So, you know, he is known as the bright morning star, but also Lucifer was known as that before he became Satan. So he was beautiful. He was he was, uh, uh, you know, according to Ezekiel 28, he was ordained, he was anointed, uh, but he fell in disgrace okay uh but it says in verse 17 your heart became proud on account of your beauty all right because he was he was also known as a as a beautiful star but remember there's more than one star they're not the same just like oh. just like there's more than one lion so you talk about the lion of judah or you talk which is jesus christ and before you know it you're reading in in first peter he he uh prowls around like a roaring lion but he's talking about satan so you have to you have <laughs> right. to look at the context to know what star are we talking about because there's a lot of stars what sun are we talking about son of god son of man so there's a whole bunch there i gotta run to my break i'll be right back thanks will thanks
8: I'm Jonathan McKean. You're listening to Plugged In on WAVA. In the CW series The Rising, a dead girl realizes she's been murdered and ventures out to find her killer. This gloomy, humorless show is probably no surprise to anyone who has watched anything on the CW. Perfect-looking people engaged in scandal and secrets? Check. Drinking and drug use? Check. Check. Sensuality between people of all gender preferences? (laughs) Did I mention this was the CW? Check. Check.
4: I won't be somebody's victim. I want justice.
8: But violence is also key to the plot, with a continuous stream of language filling the gaps. Artistically, The Rising features some fairly strong performances, and for teen drama, a compelling plot. But the steady flow of content issues sinks The Rising into the murky depths. Before streaming the latest shows, visit PluggedIn.com slash radio. I'm Jonathan McKee with Focus on the Families, Plugged In. And now, your Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. We pray it all the
0: time,
4: the Lord's Prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is being done in heaven. What in the heck are we praying for when we pray that? Have you ever thought about it? We're saying, God, we are working for your will to be done, not just in the by and by, but right now on earth. Let me ask you, is it God's will for 1.3 million children to be murdered in the womb every year? Is it God's will for his name to be outlawed from the public square? Is it God's will for Christians around this world like we have here today to be persecuted, tortured, and beheaded by ISIS and other radical Islamic terrorists? Of course it's not God's will. And we have the power to stop it. It's time for us to rise up and say, Enough! We are pushing back
5: against the evil in this world.
0: Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org.
5: More than a 1,000 chapters and 30,000 verses, but you can do it. Read the entire Bible with Bible in a Year. Totally interactive, totally free at BibleStudyTools.com.
11: PowerPoint with Jack Graham is on life-changing talk radio, 105.1 FM WAVA, weekday mornings at 9.30.
0: The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit CCMMagazine.com. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. Christian women visit IBelieve.com, where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to IBelieve.com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
3: How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned throne on the mount of the assembly on the utmost heights of the sacred mountain. I will ascend above the top of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to the grave, to the depths of of the pit those who see you stare at you they ponder your fate and so you need to understand that that's about lucifer falling it's in isaiah chapter 14 verses 12 and following and so yes he was known uh, as the morning star oh morning star son of the dawn you have fallen from heaven so that's not jesus that is lucifer who then becomes Satan. So he was a beautiful, beautiful star. Uh, have you ever heard of fallen stars? Well, there you go. Now you know where it comes from. And so when he talk about a falling star, this is the uh, epitome of a falling star and that's Lucifer falling from heaven. Okay. And so there you have it, but that's different than the bright morning star. Thank God, which is uh, the Lord uh, Jesus Christ. And so you always got to look at context because there's a lot of uh, same words that are used, uh, you know, son of the dawn. All right, you've got son of man, you've got sons of God, son of God, and so especially with Hebrew language, which is, uh, is not as precise as Greek language, and so you've got to understand what uh, these contexts are, okay? 888-432-7434. Let's see if I can get one or two more in. Let's go to Joe in Washington, D.C. Hello, Mr. Joe. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey,
7: doc-
13: Hey, how you doing, Dr. Anderson? I really enjoyed your show today.
3: Thank you, my friend. What are you thinking?
13: Well, I'm thinking that um, although God probably created evil, he had at some given point that we don't know anything about, Mm -hmm. because you can't really have free will if you don't have the free will to make bad choices. Right. So if you look in the whole timeline, it seems to me that every time there's free will created, there's bad and there's good. But that's why the whole plan that that God eventually has this whole plan that that saves mankind who wants to be saved.
3: Right, right.
13: But, I mean, you know, he doesn't kill people who (laughs) are not condemned, but I don't think that he kills people. But I think he was well aware that when he created free will that people would kill each other. He, He certainly knows that. Sure. But he couldn't give you free will and not create that.
3: Well, and that 's really the case with salvation too isn't it that we we choose by our will, not our human will only, but we definitely choose by our will to love him and to obey him and to turn to him for his his salvation uh because we used human will to turn away and to rebel from his from his perfect plan, so I think you're right that free will, human volition, then gives way to choice, otherwise, there is no choice between good and good, you know it has to be between good and evil and uh we chose evil but god loves us so much that he gives us a way to choose god uh and then it's his good that saves us and that's the beautiful thing because we we really don't choose good over evil we choose god and if we choose god he's the one that's ultimately good (laughs) which helps us out because none of us are by ourselves right my brother Exactly, sir, exactly. God bless you, Joe. And Lord Jesus, as we end the show, we just pray that you would help us cling to you because you are good in Jesus' name all the time. Amen and amen.
9: Father, help your
0: children.